0: Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon
1: Young. Shannon. Sandy. How are you today? I'm great. How about you? I'm fabulous. Thank you. It's always fun when we get to talk.
0: Yeah, and there's actually something exciting to talk about. Well, exciting for you. A couple of weeks ago, our topic was procrastination, and (laughs) I kind of gave you a bad time about cleaning out your storage building because we've only been talking about it for a couple of decades now. (laughs) I
1: know. I know. (laughs) And you started. And I did. We did, my husband and I half the stuff is his, so he has to be involved. Last weekend, we actually spent a few hours and cleaned out a bunch of stuff. There's still more to do. Always. But we felt great about it, so we weren't procrastinating anymore. Do you feel like the
0: energy's moving?
1: Oh, yes. When you unclutter, it's fascinating to watch how energy shifts. And we talked all weekend about. What a great weekend we had. And I think it's just because we had some of that clutter gone and it freed up energy. You're unstuck. Unstuck, right. When you clean out clutter in your mind or your personal life or your storage building, (laughs) <laughs> your energy gets unstuck. <laughs> well, and it
0: was one of those things that you'd been thinking about for so long that it just becomes this this rock you carry around with you all the time. And so actually starting it makes that heaviness go away. Exactly.
1: Plus, it felt so darn good that we're not procrastinating on it anymore. We're discussing when we'll have time to do more.
0: That's amazing. So
1: it's now fun instead of a chore. So,
0: Congratulations. That actually leads us into today's topic, which is choices. You guys made the choice to move forward on that project. We did.
1: And today we're talking about choices, rewards, and consequences of those Mm -hmm. choices. We make choices all day long throughout our life. And sometimes people aren't even aware that they're doing it. Mm -hmm. We just decide, should I have that ice cream? Should I not have that ice cream? Uh, What are the ramifications of that? We don't look at that. We just decide, I think I want the ice cream, so I'm going to choose to do that.
0: Mm -hmm. One of the things we talk about a lot in life and in our podcast is that you get to decide how you choose to see things, the filter that you choose to see the world through, including yourself. And one of the areas that my husband and I differ is in the way we see the world. And a lot of that has to do with what he has done for a living. He has a lot of experience many years in law enforcement. So his whole professional career has been looking for the bad stuff and expecting Mm -hmm. things to go wrong and always being aware to that. And it affects the way he sees the rest of his life, obviously. My life has not been spent looking for where things are possibly going to be going wrong or expecting people to do bad things. So we are diametrically opposed in the way we see the world. And that's been really interesting. Mm -hmm. I learned from him how to be, as he's always saying, situationally aware. But he learned from me how to maybe expect the best once in a while and see the good in people and in things.
1: Isn't that perfect?
0: Yeah, it's great, but it's been really interesting that it's just a tiny little shift, but it really affects how we move through the world, how we choose to see it.
1: Oh, exactly. How we approach everything. Those are choices, and there are rewards and consequences with that. Some of the rewards for his approach is that He's ready for anything. You're well protected. The consequence is he may not be finding as much joy as there is out there to find when you choose to look at it. Mm -hmm. You have rewards and consequences from your position too.
0: Absolutely. It's great to go through the world expecting everything to be great and awesome, but it also implies that sometimes I'm not prepared and not maybe as aware of my situation or circumstances as I should be in order to keep myself and others safe. So it's about learning how to adopt both ways of thinking and breaking them out when they're needed.
1: It's about balance. It's about, like you said, being aware that there are two sides and preparing for both sides. Mm -hmm. And then walking the road, you want to walk most of the time. Mm -hmm. And as we've talked about before, I've discovered that the more I look for the good, the more I find it and notice it and the happier my life is, but I'm still wise enough to choose to not do something that could put me in serious danger without being prepared for it, things like that. So it's the balance. When I was
0: asking you before we started recording today why you thought this topic would be a good one for this week, you mentioned you were noticing some things. You want to talk about that?
1: I just have been paying attention to people on the news We don't watch a lot of news. We watch local news mostly, and we live in a small town, so it's not huge. But just watching people make choices that have huge consequences, negative consequences. And I wonder, what were they thinking? Did they look at where this choice was going to take them? People who choose to have that sixth beer and then drive home at two in the morning and they run into a telephone pole and their passenger is killed. And it's like, oh my goodness, did they think this through? Obviously they didn't. They just Mm -hmm. wanted that beer. I am sad that people don't seem to be aware that there are Consequences of all our choices. There are also rewards if you make the right choice. If you choose Mm -hmm. to have one beer or have six and a designated driver, great. Those are the positives. You have to be aware of both sides and really pay attention to what the results are going to be.
0: Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us look at choices like this is going to affect whatever happens to me in the next 5 minutes, 10 minutes, day, instead of looking Mm. at them like every choice I make determines the path my life takes.
1: Yeah. It's bigger than should I have that other beer. It's a lot bigger. And we have to be able to see the bigger picture along with what the choice is. When you make a choice, it means that you have at least two or more options or possibilities. And you have to choose one of them in order to move forward. Mm -hmm. We choose whether to go to school or not. We choose what kind of work we want to do. We choose what we want to eat and who our friends are, who we surround ourselves with, which is a big one. A lot of young people surround themselves with people who may not be the best for them in the long run. And just because somebody likes you If their Friday evening is spent robbing gas stations, it's probably not a good choice, even if they're really nice people and you like them. Mm -hmm. It's about always being aware of the rewards and the consequences of what we choose. Do you have things in your life that you have chosen that have worked out great or that you were not real pleased with the results and the consequences? Oh,
0: of course. Of <laughs> course. I've made a, uh, I mean, as my mother, you know, I've made a lot of really dumb decisions. As we were chatting about earlier, though, sometimes decisions are the right ones at the time, but then that <laughs> exactly. can change. And you were using your right. first marriage as an example.
1: Yes. When I got married at the age of 21, I was very in love. He was a wonderful man and exactly what I thought I needed at the time. And I got to dynamite kids out of the deal. It was fabulous to have you and your brother. (laughs) But after 12 years, things had shifted. I had changed. He had changed. And what was once a great decision became not so much anymore. And I had to make a new decision, which was to let that relationship go and move on. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it wasn't easy, but it was an important choice. You look at the rewards and consequences of the choice, and it was the right one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What about you, Shan?
0: I think when I moved across the country, I was working in television Mm -hmm. news and I wanted to go to a larger market and got hired by a great station on the East Coast. And we're based in the West Coast right now. And I up and left. Everybody and everything I knew behind, like far behind. And it was the right Mm -hmm. decision. It was the right decision at the time. But then after September 11th and a variety of family things went on and some people passed on and it wasn't the right decision anymore for me to be there and far away from family. And at that point, I hadn't been there long, four and a half, five years maybe. And deciding Mm -hmm. to come back, if I had thought about it rationally might have been a hard decision to make because it seemed like I put a lot of time and energy and effort into getting this far, moving this far, and building a life here. And so to pick up and go back to where I came from seemed redundant. Mm -hmm. But I don't tend to make decisions that way. I make them emotionally. And (laughs) it felt to me like my time back East had run its course, like I'd gotten what I needed out of it. And that even though moving back home felt... To some people, like going backwards, to me, it was moving forward just to a more familiar place. And it was the right decision. Both moves were the right decision. But I know for some people, those kinds of choices are really hard because they feel like I committed to this big thing. I don't have the right to choose to change it. And I think that's where we need to be aware that sometimes situations play out the way they need to play out and then they're done and then it's time to move on.
1: Exactly, and things do run their course And some of them go forever. People with great marriages or really dynamite jobs that fit them to a T, things like that. Yeah, hang in there, do it and keep choosing whatever you need to choose to make that happen. But you also have to be wise enough to see when things shift and you may need to choose a different path.
0: How about making decisions that were wrong? Have you done that? you're pretty good at feeling things out ahead of time. In my life, I haven't experienced you making choices that you then freak out about.
1: I have a lot of things that I have regrets about. They're little things. They're things I wish I would have said or done with my parents. Mm. Questions I wish I'd asked. Appreciation I wish I'd shown. And they're gone now. And I Mm -hmm. can't do that, so I just do it in my heart, but I really regret that. And when you make choices, sometimes you have regrets. Mm -hmm. I also regret things I did as a parent, just because when you're a young parent, you don't always do everything right and you try your best. But yeah, there are regrets. So those were choices that had consequences. What about you?
0: Oh, I'm sure there have been many. But I think the one that comes to mind is I was up for a job in Madison, Wisconsin many, many, many years ago. And it was a position they were trying to fill immediately because they were trying to fill an anchor position on like a number one broadcast. And they wanted somebody who already had a rapport with the other anchor. And I knew him and we'd Mm worked together. And so it was one of those situations where agreeing to fly out for the interview was kind of like agreeing to the job. It was understanding if they like you, you're pretty much moving here. And I went Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. met with everybody and I liked the station and I liked the town. But when I got on on the plane to come home, it didn't feel right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Talking with the news director and saying, you know what, I can't come was hard because I pretty much made the decision and pretty much yeah. told him I'm in. And then the whole time it felt wrong. It just felt really, really wrong. And I burned a really big bridge and that's where consequences come in. There right. was really no way for me yeah. to know ahead of time that the situation wasn't going to feel right, but I kind of committed to something that I then didn't follow through on. And I burned a huge bridge in a very small industry and have always felt bad about the position I left them in. But it felt wrong. So I didn't go with
1: it. Wow, that must have been difficult. That is a really tough choice because you had to choose what worked best for you, even though that meant letting down people that you respected and cared about. Mm -hmm. And those are hard choices to make. But that's where you utilize your personal power. You say, okay, in the end result, here. This is about what works for me because I'm going to live with this for the next 30, 40, 50, 80 years. And I have to make a choice that fits, even if it doesn't fit for other people. Mm-hmm. And that's tough. It's really hard to make choices that honor you, but other people get upset about. You have a right as an adult to make those choices that work for you.
0: It also could have wound up negatively affecting me in that some of the people involved were quite powerful in the industry and could have kept me from getting other jobs in the future. And I really had to balance that. Is it worth it for me to sign a two-year contract and move to this town and do a job that doesn't feel right just so that I have those people's favor moving forward? Or is it more important for me to go with my gut and follow the other path and possibly suffer the consequences down the road? So that was one of those situations where even though I did what was right for me, the consequences were still very real.
1: Right. Yeah. Do you regret it?
0: Nope. Never once. I think often about what might have happened, how my life would be different, but I don't feel Mm -hmm. bad about it. I think I made the right choice. And that's
1: the important thing, to honor what you know about you and look at the rewards and consequences and then make your choice based on your gut. I love that you followed your gut. That inner feeling will guide you if you pay attention and get out of your head and just listen to it.
0: That's key. Get out of your
1: head. Yeah. And also deciding to not choose is also a choice. Often there is a decision to be made and people just ignore it. When you do that, you are choosing to not do whatever it was. And that is a choice. So not choosing is still a choice.
0: Sometimes it's the right choice though.
1: Oh, yes, often.
0: Sometimes making a decision before it's time can do more damage just than just waiting to see how it plays out or how things change or how maybe you feel about it. That might change too. Sometimes that choice is an okay choice.
1: Oh, yeah. Just be aware that it's a choice. Yes. That you can't just say, oh, I'm just not going to deal with that well, you just dealt with it, at least for now, you know?
0: (laughs) There are consequences to that course of action or lack of course of action too.
1: Exactly. I have a quote because you know me, I like quotes. (laughs) Only one today. It's, life is a matter of choices and every choice you make makes you. No pressure. And that was John C. Maxwell. Yeah. (laughs) And it's important to choose Also, how you feel about things. If somebody says, well, you should really feel bad about that, or you should really love that, those are shoulds. Don't should on yourself. (laughs) And there are no shoulds about feelings. You can choose what you want to feel and then follow that with behavior. There are no shoulds about feelings and the choices that go with that.
0: Just understand they're going to dictate the quality of your life.
1: Yes, (laughs) there's that.
0: (laughs) Some people really do like the suffer factor and they choose to feel bad and they choose, especially now, they choose to be offended by everything. And like why you would want to spend your life in that state is beyond me, but lots of people do.
1: Isn't that fascinating? I think it is. a lot of people come from a place when they were young where their family chose to suffer. So they learned that if things are good and you're happy, you're setting yourself up for a problem because things are going to go bad at some point. It's better to be prepared and just suffer. Because then when something really bad happens, it won't knock you off your feet. That sounds miserable to me. (laughs) But some people, that's their comfort zone Mm -hmm. is suffer. I know back when I was counseling, my clients would come in and say, you know, I just want to be happy. And we work and figure out why they were unhappy and do all kinds of things to make it so they could find the joy. And they would find the joy and be so uncomfortable that they would cause problems, Mm -hmm. make choices that created suffering again because they didn't know how to get out of that comfort zone of struggle-suffer. I always felt bad for that. That can't be fun.
0: No. If you're feeling like your life is going one way, but the things you want are in a different direction, look at the choices you're making. All the way around, from what you do when you get up in the morning, to what you think, to how you approach the world. And if they're not congruent, change the choices you're making.
1: That is the bottom line. Well put, Shan. Thank you. I do have one more quote. (laughs) Oh, you lied. You so lied. I did not. It was an oversight. (laughs) Is it the end of the list? I didn't see it. This is
0: a good quote. This actually has guided many years of my life.
1: Oh, good. Okay, so I can do it. (laughs) You may proceed. Thank you so much. Okay. The chief cause of failure and unhappiness is trading what you want most for what you want right now. And that was Zig Ziglar. And a lot of other people have said that too, but it is so true. Don't drink that fifth beer and drive. That's what you want most, but don't do it.
0: Well, that's not what you
1: want most.
0: That's what you want now. What you want most- What you want most is that fifth beer. No, what you want most is to be healthy and not... Is to be safe. Be in prison for manslaughter because you killed somebody because you were driving drunk. That's what you want most.
1: Exactly. What you want
0: now is another drink.
1: That is correct. What you want now is the fifth beer. What you want most is to stay healthy and safe and out of jail. Yes. Look at the rewards and the consequences of every choice you make because one of those goes with everything.
0: And this is where it can be helpful to get very clear about your values, what matters to you in life, and then make decisions that Mm -hmm. focus on those things.
1: Absolutely. If your values run your life, you'll probably do pretty well. Yep. Bring us home, Sandy. To wrap up, our lives are filled with opportunities to make choices both big and small. People usually make choices based on their beliefs, attitudes, needs, and immediate or delayed desires. Often people act impulsively without regard for rewards or consequences. When we choose to delay gratification or make what are called wise choices, that usually brings rewards. When we choose impulsively, it can bring unwanted consequences. People often choose what they want to do now, which is instant gratification, without regard for how that choice is destroying what they want most. This can bring consequences they don't want and didn't anticipate. The choices you make will determine how your life unfolds and you always have the power to choose. Be aware of how you use it.
0: There's one more quote. I'm sorry, I have to throw it in there, but it's not a direct quote. Go for it. When you don't have any control over what's happening, challenge yourself to control how you respond to what's happening because that's where your power is.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: This supports the fact that you always have the power to choose. Even if you can control nothing else, you can always control yourself and what you think and how you respond.
1: Absolutely. All you got to do is look at the people in the concentration camps during World War II, the folks who survived survived because they made choices all day, every day about how to survive.
0: About how to approach life and think about their situation.
1: And find the good and Mm -hmm. meet their needs in whatever way they can. And that all came from their choice to survive. Mm -hmm. Choices are really powerful. I hope people pay attention to how they impact their lives. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Shannon.
0: We want to hear from you, whether it's your stories about how self-esteem and personal power affect your life, or just about topics you'd like us to address in future episodes. And we would love for you to review our podcast if you are so inclined, and you can do so wherever you stream, or you can visit us on our website at yourpersonalpowerpod.com. Just click contact and drop us an email if you'd like. And if you want to learn how coaching can change your life, contact Sandy at sandy at insidejobscoach.com. We look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, find your power and change your life.